0: First John chapter three. Let's look at verses 20, 20 through 24. Amen. Amen. If our heart condemn us, God is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Beloved, if our heart condemn us not, then have we confidence toward God and whatsoever we ask. We receive of him because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. And this is his commandment, that we should believe on the name of, of his son, Jesus Christ, and love one another as he gave us commandment. And he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him, and he in him, and hereby we know that he abideth in us by the spirit which he hath given us amen Amen. precious lord thank you for your love thank you for your patience thank you for your wisdom thank you for your grace and your mercy thank you for being kind to us thank you for calling us out of darkness into your marvelous life and then giving us the desire to want to come out to the house of god and to learn about you Father, thank you for the prayers that have been offered this morning. Thank you for the songs. Thank you for the people who have gathered together throughout this wonderful country of ours. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus name. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen. I was like, so, so looking back on our lesson, looking back on the lesson that I, I have, the last three, I don't think I need to really go over them. I, I almost got them written on my heart, eternalized. It says, says in verse 20, for if our heart condemn us, and our heart should condemn us, Amen. and, and, and when I say heart, our emotions, our conscience, the spirit of God working in us, it ought to condemn us, mm-hmm. and it ought to condemn us in a, in a good way, in a positive way, and I'll say, you know what, that ain't right, you need to deal with that, and you need to ask God to, 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 to deliver you from that, and I ask God to give you strength to work on that. That's what it means. That's what John is saying. That's what John is saying how a Christian thinks. Okay? Because we run into stuff all the time. Amen. But he's getting to a point, And we're going to get to it in verse 22. So he says, if our heart condemn us. does mm-hmm. anybody's heart condemn them this week? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't need to say that. You don't need to go there. You don't need to think like that. You need to ask God to forgive you for that. God is greater than our heart. So if our heart condemn us. God is greater than our heart. He knows more about us than we do. Amen. He knows some stuff we done done that we didn't forgot about. But what we what John is saying, we need to be right in a right standing with God. Why? Because God, God is great in our heart. Amen. That's what he said. That's what he says. And what? And knoweth all things. God knoweth all about us. Amen. Okay? So there's some things about me, will never know. but who knows yep. God knows Amen. there's some things about sin that I'll never know she might have for just by innocence I never talked about that with you before guess who she's ha- guess who knows about it Amen. God knows, God knows. why because God is greater than our hearts Amen. he knows all things that's huge when you, when, you, when you worshiping and serving a God that knows everything about you guess what you can't do Okay. When he said, Adam, where are thou? He knew where Adam was. He knew where Adam was. He knew everything Adam had done. He knew all the attentions of Adam and Eve's hearts. He knew what they were gonna do before they even done it. It wasn't like a surprise when he said, Did you eat the fruit? He, he already knew. But look at verse 21, because I wanna I wanna speed through some some things. I don't want to I I can get caught. Y'all know it. He says in verse 21, he said, beloved, that's John talking, beloved, the, 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 the lovingness of God, the lovingness that God instilled in John. And John says, beloved, he's talking to Christians, not church folk. Okay. beloved, If our heart condemn us not. If after we've taken this examination and we looked over our life and we say, you know what? I've confessed everything I can imagine that I need to confess and I confess it to God, guess what God does, okay? If our heart condemns not, then we have confidence toward God. How about that? How about that? We have confidence toward God. You know what it means if we have, have a confident relationship with God? That means you can go to God. That means Christine can go to God with confidence saying, you know what? My heart don't condemn me because I didn't, I didn't spill it all. Now I can with confidence call on God protect my children. Amen. Protect my children. I can do the same thing. I can say, you know what? My kids, I don't know what raised into, but I have confidence with God. I can say, God protect you. Amen. Watch over him. Okay? But remember, remember the story of Job. And Job would pray for his children. Okay. Woke up in the morning and pray for his children. Alright. Just in case. Amen. They did something crazy. Job would pray for him. And what did God say about Job? Same thing he would say about us. He was a righteous man. He was a just man. See, you ain't gotta be Job to be just. Okay? Job was a righteous man, shooed evil. You know, he he feared God and shooed evil. I mean he didn't want he didn't want evil around him. We shouldn't either. We shouldn't Amen. either. Here we go. Here's our here's, here's where, here's where everything here's where everything is headed. Verse twenty two, and I want to rest my hat on verse twenty two. There's three there's, there's, there's three points in verse twenty two that we need to really pull out of here. But we may not get to the last one. We may only get one. But we'll get as much as we can. Whosoever, we, whosoever, and whatsoever, excuse me, we ask. Now we're in a good position. Okay. We've we we we've asked we've looked at our lives, examined it, we 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 confessed every sin that we can possibly come up with because we want to be right before God. Mm-hmm. God says, Well done, my good and faithful servant, and he don't condemn us. Amen. And now that we're in a right relationship with God, remember I said last week, sometimes we we just rush, we just rush into God's presence. This is, see, see, this is why we pray. Some people say, well, why do you got to do all that before you, before you preach the word? Why don't you just come in? I hear people say, why don't you just come in preach the word? No, no, no. See, singing songs, praising God. We praise God in the songs. And we praise God when we pray. What are we doing? Is doing what? Getting our hearts ready. Amen. We're getting our hearts ready to hear the word of God. We're getting our hearts ready to really to hear from God. Okay? You ain't trying to hear from me cause I hope I'm not, I hope I hope you hear God speaking through me, but, but sometimes we just gotta be prepared for that. Amen. We gotta be prepared for that. So we'll have a response to read, we'll sing a few songs, and we'll pray, and and hopefully we'll get into that, into that to that mood, to that mode where, okay, now my heart ready, I understand something. And then verse 22 comes, it hits us, and whatsoever we ask. It's a common error guess what your heart don't condemn you and God don't condemn you you can step into God's presence and ask whatsoever you want how about that how about that think about that think about think about going to your father and asking for whatever you want i could do that i could do that i had that kind of relationship with my father now now remember i understand my father's limits I mean I couldn't go to my father and ask him for something ridiculous because Okay. I couldn't ask my father for something that, that that he did not have. But my relationship with my father enabled me to ask him for whatever I wanted. Okay? Now I already mentioned Ray and I and I, you know, I just do this because I do this. We don't have that kind of relationship if Ray got into a jam okay car problems say he got into car problems he, he, needed, a five, he needed to pay his $500 deductible and, I, and he's exhausted all his resources I was the last option he wouldn't be able to do that because we don't have that kind of relationship I'm going to sense I know. I know. It, it may be a little. Bizarre, you know. That's kind of close to home. No, I'm just wanna, I, I, I just want to. I just want to. I just want to make it clear. Okay. He hasn't called me. Okay. No happy birthdays. No happy Father's Day. No coming over and say, Hey, I'm gonna help you out of the house. I know y'all marching and cutting the grass and trimming, and you got all them leaves up on the roof. And I had to get on the roof yesterday. Cummins was getting his feet done. <laughs> Plumas and toys getting their feet done, pedicure. I got leaves all over my roof. A big branch fell on my roof, and I'm like. So I put the ladder down. It ain't easy getting up there no more, Jeremy. So I had to get up on the roof. I got my battery-operated blower, my ego blower. I get up on the roof with my ego blower. And I cut my leg getting up on the roof. I had to, and I get the blown leaves. And I look at my ego battery pack and it's flashing red. <coughs> Toy, this is a bad day. It's flashing red. I mean, I'm mean, i five minutes into the job and it's like, whew. Don't have my cell phone on me. Cindy in the house chilling. So I got to climb off the roof. Get a new battery. Light affliction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, but my point is, see my see my point is, <laughs> gotta get ready. God has work for us. We gotta be gotta be ready. ready. Yes, amen. All right, and, and and when we're in a right relationship, okay, no. okay. you can ask whatever you want to. Amen. What should we ask? Somebody say, what should we ask? That's good. I'm, so, I'm so glad you asked. What should we ask? If you if you if you had to ask God for something right now, what would it be? Let me tell you what it should be. Let me give you a few things that it should be. Okay. one of the first things we should ask for. Is wisdom. Now, that's it. That should top everybody's list. Okay. but let me step take a step back as I'm looking at my notes. Let me take a step back. Cause I, heard, I heard Sylvia and I got something for Ann because she she was in it earlier but we want to make sure we're right with God yes. before we can ask anything. Sometimes sometimes even a husband and a wife or a wife and a husband however you want, you, we, we, we could be tentative to even ask our spouses to do something for us if we haven't been right in a right relationship ain't talked to them in a couple of days, we, you know Get a, get a, get, we get in our feelings and we get like that and then we, we need something from our wife or from our, or from our husband but we feel uncomfortable asking because we ain't been right I know what I'm talking about okay so whatsoever we ask we need to ask it how earnestly and faithfully and sincerely and be serious about it when we go to prayer, prayer is a serious thing Amen what if we was honest one of you was honest, church folk. And somebody said, Will you pray for me? You don't want to say no. Because you know you shouldn't be. And you say, Yeah, I'll pray for you. But let me tell you this. I'm out of fellowship with God. I don't read my Bible. I ain't been going to church. I'm in backsliding condition. I've been drinking, I've been cussing, I've been gambling. I I I just been acting a fool. But I'll pray for you. Where that going? What you gonna tell that person? And, 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 uh, now, if if truth be told, there probably a lot of church folks that feel that way. Somebody, could you you know, I'm praying for you, girl. I'm uh, you, I'm going through. I pray for you, and, and they're not in no position to pray for you. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Mm. I know, dude. I, I was praying. I was praying for for staff person. This happened a few years ago. And we praying. I'm praying for him. He knew I was a, a, a preacher and, 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 and a minister and a Christian. I'm praying for him. And another, another guy came over. There was a minister. And he laid his hands on his shoulder and he joined in. He didn't say anything. He just joined in. And, and the guy said, you know, you ain't right. And this, this other minister had a reputation of being a womanizer at the, at the prison And 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 he confronted them. The guy that was asking for prayer because he had marital issues. He said, "I'm going through some stuff in my marriage, and I want you to pray for me." And the other guy came over who had the womanizing spirit, and he just disrupted the thing. So one, one verse that I like to I like to use: make sure when you pray for somebody, okay, before you even enter in that thing, make sure you write. Okay. Amen. Make sure, make sure that that that, that you had the spirit of God operating through you. Because there's nothing wrong with saying no. There's nothing wrong with you. It's not something we automatically have to do. If somebody say, Can you pray for me? And you know you can't, just say you can. Just say you can't. Now you don't want to be like that for a whole year, but if somebody confronts you like that, I'm, after the day I just want you to think about something because Paul said this. He said he who have also sealed us, Second Corinthians one twenty two, and have given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. As Christians, we got the Spirit of God in our hearts. We have to have it. You cannot be a Christian without the Spirit. You could be a church folk, but you can't be a Christian. Okay. Paul told the Ephesians, in, in, in Ephesians chapter 6, one of the great verses of the Bible, he said, finally, my brother, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. What's he talking about? Satan's going to come, and he's going to try to work your way. He's going to try to work you to weakness. And for you to be a Christian and to be remain a Christian and to stay faithful, how are you going to do it? You got to be strong in the Lord. That's what it means. Be strong in the Word of God. Jesus said you got to be watchful. Man of God, woman of God, got to be paying attention all the time. I say it around here like, you know, pay attention when you're out on the streets, but you need to be paying attention because guess what? One day, mm-hmm. he's coming back. Amen. Okay? And he said, watch therefore, for you know neither, what, the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man coming back. Now, to me, that would make me kind of be serious about how I'm spending my time down here. Okay? Okay? I had so many wonderful verses. But to be strong in the Lord, to have a spirit in our heart, mean, means you got to stand on the scriptures.
1: Mm-hmm. You got to stand
0: on the word of God. You got to know some gospel. You got to know some words. I, I don't know how much you got to know, but you got to know some. Okay? Paul, Paul writes to the Corinthian church. He's, and he, he's, he said, here's, here's, here's the life of a believer. He says, more of a brethren Watch this. He said, I declare unto you the gospel. How about that? The gospel of good news. Jesus died for our sins. Rose from the grave. Okay. I heard it just I heard it several times this morning. He said, which I preached unto you, which also you have received, wherein you wherein ye stand. Standing in the me ain't nobody moving you. Ain't nobody pushing you away. Ain't nobody, nobody going to come and, and say, you know what? You need to stop believing all that and, and start believing this. Uh-uh. No. Man of God, woman of God, there's a brethren that loves the Lord that, that wants this power to go to God for anything. is going to be one standing in the Lord. Mm-hmm. Okay? Amen. Imagine somebody you haven't seen. Imagine somebody you went to school with. Most of us in here, oh, this is, good, this is a good crowd. Most of us in here, we've been out, we've been out of school for a long time. Longer than we like to sometimes remember. One, or one of your old classmates you ain't talked to, you ain't seen, call you and say, hey, I need some money. Or I need you to do something for me. What are you going to say? What are you going to say? Okay? Same thing. We start going to God. And we don't. We we talk to Him. We don't spend no time with Him. We don't. We ain't going to church. We ain't praying. We ain't. We ain't watching it no on Zoom no more. Okay. And then we need somebody. We need God to come to our lives, and do something. Or one of somebody say, you know what? Pray for my. You know, I hear you guys all the time. Pray for my nephew. Pray for my child. Pray for my cousin. Pray for my brother. Pray for my uncle. Would I be wrong if I say for what? Would I be wrong if I say for what? Okay. He real sick. And and, and if God don't heal him, you know, he he may die. wonder if God heals him and what is he going to do after he get healed? Am Am I required to pray for Satan's children? that. I know that. You you were Satan chosen. Somebody prayed for you. And I understand that. That would be a great answer. That would be a great answer. And I would definitely pray for him. But you know what that prayer would include? That if God healed him. Okay. If God healed him. That healing that God healed him with would call him to repentance. And that he would live the rest of his life Glorifying God. Ain't that what blind Bartimaeus did? Amen. He stood on the side of the road. He was blind from he blind. And, and he wasn't blind from birth. He was blind from sin. And God healed him. Okay? And after God healed him, know what he did? He followed Jesus. He followed Jesus. Same with the lunatic from there. same with all the folks that Jesus saved in the Bible. When he saved a man, Lord, through the roof. And when God healed him and he picked up his bed and walked, guess what he did? Follow Jesus. Follow Jesus. Amen. amen. Listen. Churches, thought about this verse. Jesus in the synagogues. You know, so some days, some, some, sometimes you can go to church and, and, and Sylvia was praying. I thought about what she was saying. Ann said something earlier about it. You know, we require to keep preaching the gospel because I have no idea who's, I don't know. have no idea who's watching this on Facebook or who's listening, who's going to listen to this on, on sermon audio later, later on today or who's here right now. But Jesus told an interesting story, and I want to share this with you, okay? He says in Mark 1.23, he said, There was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, okay? Mm -hmm. And he cried out. Now, what's an unclean spirit? That would be the question, Okay? Because I have been in churches prior to me being saved. I have sat in churches with an unclean spirit. Okay. I have not always been saved. All right. Mm -hmm. And there were times I went to churches. And there were times I would go to church. And I was sitting up in there with an unclean spirit. Amen. Okay. See, and, and 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 there may be folks in here or listening and and listen to the word of God. Listen to the word of God and have an unclean spirit. Mm-hmm. Watch what this man does. Watch what this man does in Mark one twenty three. There there was in their synagogue a man with an unclean spirit, and he cried out. Watch what he says, because. This is being said in churches today. Okay. This is being said in churches today. Here's what he said. Lee let us alone. Everybody couldn't speak in a synagogue. So, so most expositors would think that this man wasn't just a, 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 a person attending the service. This was a leader. In the church who had the responsibility of teaching and speaking. You know, you want you you go to a Catholic church or a Catholic Mass, everybody ain't in there talking. Some of y'all wouldn't do good going to a, a mass because you can't ask questions. They throw y'all out. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm speaking. That's it. That priest, this priest, the priest is the only one speaking. You're not raising your hand. Okay. let us alone. I hear that. I hear that sometimes. You know, if I'm preaching in a big, big congregation, a big church somewhere, a funeral is crowded, and I'm giving them the business, and I'm giving them the gospel, and they, the folks ain't coming to hear that. You know, you, you have, we have services here, we've had big services here, big funerals, and, and everything's good, everything's good until until this happens. And folks be like, church, of empty out. Leave let us alone. Okay. See, 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 see if the gospel is being preached. Okay. Even if, 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 if they, people heard Sylvia's prayer this morning, which is pretty in your face. But if, 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 if I'm preaching this gospel and Columbus is sitting over there and he's, he's in adultery and, and Jeremy's over here and he's, he's drunk and he getting, he's a fornicator and then we got some people over here that don't know what their gender is and all that going on in the church and they've been comfortable. And then here, here comes Jesus into that synagogue. Okay? So you can go to churches all around here and, and, and they ain't all for the LGBT and they all pro-choice, they all believe in abortion, they all believe in homosexuality the preachers ain't saying nothing and then a, then a real preacher come in there that's been commissioned by God and they say let us alone the choir director we got the choir director you're going, you're going to upset everybody up in here Jesus upset everybody in the church they ain't killing him for nothing Okay, you know, he, they didn't kill him for nothing. People said, ah, be like, be, the more you like Jesus, the more people like you. I said, no, no, no. That's not true. The more you like Jesus, the more people are going to hate you. Amen. Amen. See, see how backwards we got it? But on the surface, that makes sense. Be like Jesus and everybody will like you. Huh? If you're not thinking, you accept that. But the more you like Jesus, the more they're going to hate you. Jesus said, Daddy said, me, he's gonna hate you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Amen. Nobody wants to talk about that side of Jesus. Oh, he's a God of love. Yes, he is a God of love. Mm-hmm. He also mm-hmm. Watch this. Let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Mm-hmm. Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee, who thou art, the Holy One of God. He knew who Jesus was. Amen. Amen. And everybody go to these churches, they know, hey, listen, you ain't not gonna convince nobody that called himself a Christian that homosexuality is acceptable in the church. Amen. Nobody and they nobody work they saw gonna say, you know what? That's okay now. Mm-hmm. Nobody. They're not gonna say it publicly because they don't wanna, they wanna be liked. What's did where this go, though? And when the unclean spirit and when the unclean spirit tore him and cried with a loud voice, he came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is what I met this morning when, I, when Ann, Ann gave the illustration. Folks be playing church. Wait. See, they come in the church, they be playing church. Okay? And then one day, wow. Spirit of God show up the power of God to heal. See, when you get delivered, when you get delivered, when you get saved, truly you've been healed. See, a lot of people don't look at, they look at healing as like my arm or the guy with the withered hand and all that kind of stuff, my leg. No, no, when you when you get saved, yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. that's a true healing, okay? See, you know, I, you know I got, I'm having bad headaches. I got back aches and... Uh, and they come in, we got the healer coming and he touch your back. Touch, no, no. True healing yes. is when your soul is healed. Yes. When your spirit is healed. Now, now, all the other stuff don't matter because you looking at life different. Yes. You're looking at life different. Okay? See? God. Now, we want to go to God asking for everything. Listen, let me tell you something. The Lord Proverbs 15, 29. I got these verses. Watch this. The Lord is far from the wicked. Okay. A lot of folk, wicked folk praying for you. Don't work like that. Amen. The Lord is far from the wicked. You gotta ask God. Listen, I'm, God, I, I, I've examined my life. I've, I've asked folks to forgive me. I've asked folks to forgive me that I ain't even done nothing to. Now that's deep. I've asked people to forgive me. I've, I've, I've repented of my sins and, and, and the ones that I'm still struggling with. God, I'm battling, I'm battling every day with them. Yes, God said, yes. Well done, good, faithful servant. That's all he can ask. Mm-hmm. He said, You keep battling with it, one day I'm gonna set you free from it all the way. But in the meantime, keep struggling with it. Because yes, yes. the struggle makes you stronger. Okay? I said last week, I said last week, you know, you see better, you see better, you take that beam out of your eye. Okay? See, you and we. You, we walk around, got a big old beam in our eye, and, and we looking at other everybody else, look at that boy over there, sitting crazy, and you take that beam out of your eye. And you see different. You see different. You do, you will see different. See, before we, we, we got a beam in our eye, we, we looking at things differently. And once you take that beam out, and we can look at people's sins, and we say, man, listen, let me tell you something. I've been through something, too. Boy, that's a good ministry, ain't it? Amen. I think that's a good ministry. Well, we get the beam out of our eye, and we can talk to some folks that still, are that's still struggling. I think, that's a, I think that's the value of a testimony. You know, you can say, hey, look, I'm going through some stuff. I dealt with that for 15 years. Imagine Paul's testimony. Paul said, you know what? Satan gave me something that kept me humble, kept me focused. Don't 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 knock it, but there's a struggle involved in prayer. There's a struggle involved with in prayer, and 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 we don't like it because we got this we got this this mentality. We just want everything free, even from God, even from God. This ain't just start. This ain't just start with three hundred dollars subsidies in your check every week, and folks don't want to do nothing. You know, Jesus had the same issue. Watch what He says. Watch what He says. I, I, Sometimes, you know, the word of God just gives me stuff, and I'm sitting here like, Who was even thinking about this? But I start thinking about prayer. And Jesus said, Matthew 7 7, He said, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Now, watch this. And everyone that asks, receiveth and he that seeketh find and to him that knocketh it shall be open. Now let me stop right there. Because you got three words that just jumped off the page. Ask, seek, and knock. Okay? Some of your some of the things that you asked God for lightweight. Lightweight. Okay. You you wake up in the morning and say, God, listen, I want to witness to Three people today. Yeah. Go to Walmart, and you have three people right before you. I mean, you witness to the greeter, witness to the cashier, and, and witness to the deli person. You know, them about Jesus. That's a, that's lightweight stuff. Some stuff you gotta seek. Some 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 things you asking God for. He wants you to put some work in. He wants you to put some work in. Okay. He 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 wants you to he wants you to he wants you to get down and dirty with. Okay. that's right then that last one knock knock that means you're going to be relentless some things that you want from God you're going to, if you're going to get them mm-hmm. you're going to have to be relentless you're going to have to fight and battle and, 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 and train Jesus said this and he said unto them they, they ran into the disciples, ran into something they couldn't deal with. They had to wait for Jesus to come. And they said, Jesus said, No, no, you can't, you, you're not going to seek this one, and you're not going to ask. This one here, this one here, this kind can only come forth by nothing but what? Prayer and fasting. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're going to have to put some work in for this sin. Amen. See? See? I hope that makes sense. You're going to put some work in. Now, what should we ask for? I'm going to close. What should we ask for? What should we be praying for? How about that? Here's some great stories on prayer. You get some time, just just, just Google search great prayers in the Bible. 25, 50, 100 of them will come up. Here's Solomon. Here's Solomon. Hey, here's one of the great prayers in the Bible. Y'all, y'all, know, y'all know this one. I just want to repeat it because it sounds good. It's just sound good. I don't like to be too difficult on Sunday morning. I like to bring things to y'all to you just you familiar with. Now here's Solomon. Solomon getting ready to go through. He got some battles to face, and he got a kingdom to run, and he's not equipped, and he understands he's not equipped. That's a good place to be. Okay. Let's see. We can even look at it like this. We can, we can look at the challenges that being a, a man of God brings. The challenges that being a woman of God brings, the challenges that being a husband brings, and you—if you really not equipped to do it—you got like, God. Listen, you gave me this wife, and she a piece of work. I'm sitting in here, and I'm not gonna be able to hang with her unless you give me the strength to do it. That's that's, that's some real talk. Amen. Hey, listen, let me tell y'all something see see this, I can look at Margaret and I've known her now for a long time longer, but I knew Margaret before before I came here She not no easy woman to be married to <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: can anybody, anybody
0: here imagine being married to Margaret think about that I, Margaret talked to me afterwards. I can talk to her because we laugh about this stuff. I'm, listen, can you? Can I go somewhere else then? Can I call somebody else out? Toya, you easy to be married to? I'm sure I'm not sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Stay with me. Y'all, we got off course. This ain't Wednesday night. We'll pick this up on Wednesday night. Margaret, been talking at Felicia Hall. Because I ain't easy to be married to. I ain't easy to be married to. God gave me the perfect wife. Seriously. I'm a piece of work, bro. Y'all already know. And Solomon said to God, Thou hast shown great mercy unto David, my father. He knew what his father was like. David was a piece of work. And and, and Solomon said, Thou hast shown great mercy. Not mercy, great mercy. David was a piece of work. David David was a womanizing fool, killed a man, uh, took the man's wife, had a baby by her, Counted the people. David was a David was a piece of work. He took a couple of people's wives. Okay? And David and, 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 and Solomon knew that. He said, I Guess you've shown my father great mercy and have made me reign in his state. And then he says, Listen. Now, Lord God. Let thy promise unto David, my father, be established, for thou hast made me king over a people like the dust of the earth in multitude. Watch what he prayed for. Y'all know this. He said, give me now wisdom and knowledge. See, see sometimes, we, sometimes we, we don't know what to do because we ask him for the wrong things. Amen. Instead of asking God, listen, deliver him, save him. No, ask God for wisdom and knowledge that you can minister into, minister unto them yourself and talk to them because some folks you got to have wisdom and knowledge to talk to. Some folks ain't going to get saved unless you have wisdom and knowledge. Okay? And you got to know how to work it. You got to know how to work it. Watch what, they, watch what God says to Solomon. And God said to Solomon... Because this was in thy heart and thou has not asked riches and wealth or honor, nor life, nor the life of thy enemies. Neither has, has neither yet has asked long life, but has asked wisdom and knowledge for thyself that thou mayest judge my people, not your people, my people over whom I made you king. Watch what he says. Wisdom and knowledge is granted. And I will give thee riches and wealth and honor such as none of the kings have had that have been before thee, neither shall there be any after thee. He blessed Solomon with everything. And it was always based on Solomon's heart. Solomon's heart was right. Somebody said, Pastor, I want my heart to be right. Absolutely, I want my heart to be right. My heart, my heart be right. And one of the ways to get it right is ask God for wisdom. Ask God for wisdom. Ask God for wisdom. And when he give you wisdom, when he give you wisdom, he may bless you. Sometimes God won't even bless you if you don't have wisdom. You wouldn't know how to handle a blessing. Amen. <laughs> wouldn't know how to handle a blessing. Okay? I, I, I think the church, I think the church, a lot, lot of people have left the church because they got too much. Okay? They got too much stuff. Too much stuff to do. Okay? Got nice cars, nice houses, and and, and, and they left the church to take care of their little gods. Okay? Like I always say, here's another one. Here's another great prayer in the Bible. Ask for this one. The the charlatan, the, the, the the money preachers messed this prayer up. This is what great prayer in the Bible But the money folks got together with it and they messed it up. So I don't we don't want we don't want that version of it. But it's the prayer of Jabez. It's the prayer of Jabez. And Jabez called on the Lord God of Israel. First Chronicles 410 saying, oh, that thou would bless me indeed. And enlarge my coast and that thy hand might be with me. And that thou wouldest keep me from evil that it might not grieve me, and God granted him which he requested. Ain't that good? Ain't that good? Man, that's a good prayer. Enlarge my coast, okay? Enlarge my coast. Give me, give me, give me what I need to reach more people with the gospel. okay? And We got Zoom, we got Facebook, we got sermon audio, and, and, and that's the picture of enlarging our coast. Now the money preachers say, well, you know, i got a bigger house, bigger car, i got airplanes. All. Now that's not what it meant. And then he says, and then he says, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil. That ought to be everybody's prayer. Amen. That ought to be everybody's prayer. Because evil is so easy to step into. Evil is, you, you can step in. Listen, somebody said it took, it, it take 20 years to build something in one hour to tear it all down. Ain't mm-hmm. that something? Y'all, y'all ever see how they do these schools in Youngstown? They have these big schools that took two or three years to build. Guess what a bulldozer can do in three days? No sign of it. Next time you're riding around in the inner city, think about all these houses that took, that took, took months and months and months to build. And now all, you, all that's left is the driveway part. Remember Nehemiah? I can go on and on and on. Church was falling apart. The church was falling apart. The gates was falling apart. Nehemiah got a, got a word from, from his people that the gates was falling apart. Nehemiah Nehemiah said in, in Nehemiah 1 and 4, and he said, when I, and when it came to pass, when I heard these words that I sat down and wept and mourned certain days, and fasted, and prayed before the God of heaven. How about that? Nehemiah wanted that church to be prosperous again. He wanted the church to be prosperous again. And he, and he prayed, and that door opened for him in a miraculous way. Let me give you one more. How about that? Maybe two. Maybe three. One for sure. I, I, I listen to you guys pray. I listen to you guys pray. I listen to Jeremy pray. I listen to Columbus pray this morning. Columbus said some things in his prayer that caught my attention because it was a prayer of thankfulness. Okay? He prayed a prayer of thankfulness. We, we, we've been blessed. God's been good to us. Okay? Maybe maybe in our own little finite minds, maybe he's not been good as to us as we want him to be. But he's been good to us. Amen. Okay? And 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 Remember Hannah? Remember Hannah? Hannah couldn't have a child. She went to God, the king. Eli thought she was drunk. And she said, I'm not drunk. I'm just praying. I'm just praying hard that God would hear me. God would hear me. Okay. And God heard Hannah. And God gave Hannah a child. And that child was Samuel. And when next time we hear of Hannah and and, 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 uh, Samuel, first Samuel 126, listen to Hannah's prayer. One of the great prayers of the Bible. And there's some great ones now,
1: and here's Hannah in
0: verse verse 26 of Samuel 1, and and she said, and and she said, "Oh my Lord, as thy soul liveth, my Lord, I am the woman that stood by thee here praying unto the Lord for this child. I prayed, and the Lord had given me my petition which I asked of Him. Therefore." Also, I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he liveth, shall he be lent to the Lord. And he worshiped the Lord there. She was was thankful. She was thankful. She was thankful. The disciples. Last last one here, baby. The disciples. I got so much stuff. Can I get one more, Margaret? I don't know. that's my girl. (laughs) Here's Matthew in, in Matthew 6, 9. The disciples, the disciples promised the disciples would come to Jesus teach us how to pray. Teach us. teach us how to pray. And here's Jesus. He said, after this manner of prayer, therefore pray ye. Y'all know this. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Holy is thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as in heaven. Excuse me. Will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Here's, here we go. Give us this day our daily bread. Give me enough for the day. I ain't going to sit here and worry about next week. Give me enough for the day. Amen. Okay? And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Why is that so important? Okay, because we we can't we can't go to God seriously and ask God to forgive us if we got folks on our list that we don't we're not gonna i am not never gonna forgive them I'll never speak to that again. Fill in the blank, huh? I'll never. I, I used to hear the officers say this stuff at the prison, and they would get into cat fights all the time. They would say if I saw him on the side of the road on fire, I wouldn't stop to pee on him, and I would just think, oh, oh. oh. What kind of heart does that come out of? Yeah. I mean, I ain't talking about inmates. I'm talking about coworkers going at each other. Now just sit here and listen. And lead us not into temptation. Okay? But deliver us. But deliver us from evil. We that we be praying God, deliver me from evil. It's all around us. It's all around us. Evil is all around. Same time we did this church, we're gonna see evil. Okay? For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. 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 Well, oh, I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not, but I'll go here. I'll go here. One more with David. One more with David. I, I, just, have a, I just have a feeling that, that temptations, we all deal with them. Okay, and They come in all shapes and forms. A lot of folks think, oh, automatically when you think about temptation, you think about being tempted by someone of the opposite sex. But that's not, that's not always true. We can be tempted by a lot of things. Okay? But David says this in, in Psalms 13, excuse me, 19 and 12, I have to pull back. I'm talking about God, the God he served, the God he loved. He said, Who can understand his heirs? Question mark. He says, Cleanse me, this is a prayer. Cleanse thou me from secret faults. See, see how David went see we We've got, if we, it's not showing if, if my co-workers can't see it and my family can't see it it's alright, no God can see it David knew that David knew that David knew he had heart problems, he had issues with his heart and they may have been issues of lust, David was a womanizer okay, they may have been struggles with power and authority, David counted the people, we don't know what it was but guess who do, God knew and David knew God knew and he says this in verse 13, this is powerful. He said, keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Keep back thy servant also from presumptuous sins. Presumptuous sins will be just just little silly things we may do that we don't account for. But when you're a man of God, when you're a man of God, you're a woman of God, let me tell you something. The moment you declare your faith in the Lord, You become watched. You become watched. People watch everything you do. Okay. as a verse that says, don't let your good be what? (laughs) Evil spoken of. You got to be careful the company you keep. You got to be careful the things you do and the places you go. All that stuff. All that stuff. David knew it. David said, keep back thy servant from presumptuous sin. Watch this. Let them not have dominion over me. Then shall I be upright, and I shall be innocent from thy great transgressions. And then he finishes off. Y'all know the verse of it. He said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. How about that? How about that? When we get there, when it take a step into that world where we ask God to cleanse us, to cleanse us, to empower us, to give us the ability that we can ask God for anything. Wow. What would you ask him for? Well, let's be long-winded. But it not make no sense to ask God for anything if we're not really working. I'm not saying we're never going to be perfect in this flesh, but we ought to be striving to be better. Every day. Every day. Every day. Lord, thank you for this word. Thank you, Lord. thank you for the church. Thank you for the people of God. Father God, thank you for the, the, the Zoom and, the, and, and Facebook and, and being able to just go out across the highways and byways. You actually have enlarged our territory as a church. Father God, we are on sermon audio. and We get out there and people can hear the word of God. Thank you. Thank you. thank you for the, the faithfulness of the folks that's here. Yes, yes. Thank you for the offering. That we'll be collected, Father God. Let it be used to glorify you. Yes, Lord. Father, thank you for keeping these church, keeping the doors of this church open and keeping it beautiful. Thank you for giving us the strength to even do it. Some of us are tired. But we keep on pressing on, Father God, because we want to do things that honor you and glorify you. Yes, and if the church don't glorify you, Father God, it is hard For the world to understand how wonderful you are. Father, thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.